Percept Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Saturday morning outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, July the 22nd. It's going to be another hot one, hot one, hot one here in the valley. Gosh, it's going to be... Uh, 107 maybe today 108 if you're going fishing you better already be up in the truck boat hooked up and headed there and uh and and you know maybe plan on about a half a day fishing it'll be about it'll be it'll be tolerable till about noon i think but it's gonna be uh it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be warm out there but you know it'll uh we'll get a we'll get a cooling spell you know why right the frog tournaments are coming up and you know what soon as we get all excited about it being 100 plus and it's going to be great for the frog bite it'll cool off it'll cool off it'll it'll be windy rain something weird uh it always does that uh, every year around frog tournament season so uh gosh so much going on yesterday oh the california department of fish and wildlife jamboree for the uh all the tournament organizations showed up yesterday Every tournament director in the game under one roof, all of them in one room, battling it out for uh, for schedules, for dates, for who's going to get, you know, the best dates in April at Clear Lake next year, and who's going to get. That's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, going to be good. It was uh, it was good to get an opportunity to talk to Mark Lassane and uh, Mark starting up the new bass angler magazine bam tournament circuit and uh and and kind of uh uh you know kind of patterning it off of what was going on with the wild west bass trail uh before they took such a nosedive <clears throat> but um pretty cool to talk to mark and and he uh he was there putting schedules together as well for uh the pro-ams and the pro teams and everything that they're going to do and uh and and uh, Mark has has committed to come on the show and hang out and tell us uh, just what his thoughts are, what they're doing, and where they're going to go, uh, which is cool. And you know, Mark and Bass Angler Magazine have been a longtime sponsor of the show, and uh, and we've been, uh, gosh, I've known I've known Lesane, uh a long time. I tell him ever since he had the Ranger stripes painted down the side of his Suburban. So I've known Lesane a while, uh, but it was uh, it was cool to. Uh, get an opportunity to, to to talk to all our tournament directors, you know, and we're going to get a chance today uh, actually to talk to Jennifer Price from Nugent. She's going to be calling in a little bit later and tell us all about uh, the last Pro-Am of the 2023 season coming up August 12th through the 13th at uh, the California Delta at Russo's Marina. Right after all the frog tournaments, you can either keep up throwing the frog everywhere you're going or put your frog away, I guess, and uh, and go punching. But it'll be, uh, it'll be fine. We're going to... Uh, talk to jennifer the last pro-am they have and and they have already posted their tentative schedule 
um, for 2024 on their social media pages. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. It was uh, it was cool to see that. It was cool to talk to Bill Egan uh, from One Bass. The uh, <clears throat> I know he's going to be announcing the dates, but uh, a date change for the California Open. I think it's going to be good. He's been there this time of year before and uh, going to be a little earlier in the year. So Bill will be coming on talking about that schedule um, as well as uh, as an added um, one bass event here at uh, in Northern California. So it's it's he's he's got permits for Lake Shasta and Lake Oroville. So we're going to be hearing all about that. So that should be uh, kind of fun. Randy Pringle was there. Vince Harris was there. All those guys hanging out, putting together the uh, um, entry level team tournament. So that was uh, that was kind of fun. Um, did get a chance to talk to the folks of Major League Fishing. They were there in the Toyota Series. Coming back, and uh, and actually for a first time in as long as I can remember, we're going to actually have the kickoff tournament. The first tournament of the year will be in Northern California, not going back down to the desert until May. So uh, we'll have an opportunity to fish here uh, first and, and get that first kickoff tournament with Major League Fishing, and that's going to be kicking off um, spring next year, I think it's uh, I think it's March if I remember correctly, and all those days they're they're going to be introducing everything, uh, but I think it was March. You're coming to Clear Lake, so that's going to be cool. And then we'll be going to Lake Havasu uh, in May. Great fishing, a little more boat traffic in May, but usually great fishing in May down there. And, and anglers can do a lot of different stuff. And then an opportunity to uh, come back here. Um, I think they're coming back in June on the California Delta. So great time of year for the Delta as well, but. Um, just a lot of shakeups, a lot of, a uh, lot of cool stuff. And, uh, pretty much everybody got along. Pretty much everybody got it all. Uh, the kayak guys were there and they had, uh, they had the whole deal and Jay Rowan and his entire staff at department of fish and wildlife, uh, was pretty smooth. I mean, actually, believe it or not, when we, when they finally got after the negotiation process where everybody kind of works together and gets the date squared away, um, heck they had one date that they had to flip a coin on the entire all the tournaments uh, in California, and it was uh, it was surprising to see the number of uh, of permitted tournaments that we had. I wrote it down yesterday, and I didn't bring it with me, but it was it was like six hundred permitted tournaments in uh, in California annually. So uh, a lot of folks still getting out there fishing. For all of you that say, "Man, we need another tournament circuit out here," I'm, man, if you were in that room yesterday watching them fill in those calendars, I'm not so sure we do need another uh, another room. So anyway, hey, I said it's frog season. Uh, frog tournaments coming, obviously, um, Godfish and Marine is going to be at, uh, the UFC, the ultimate frog challenge next week at the California Delta in a big way. Gosh, we're doing a tri-tip barbecue on Sunday. So make sure you're there and hang out after the weigh-in, after you weigh your fish. And, um, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mark Blanton and the crew at Godfish and Marine are going to have, uh, boats there on display. And, uh, we may even have a few boats in the water to do some demo rides with, um, so we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun at uh, the California Delta Russo's Marina UFC next weekend, followed up right behind it, um, you know, the longstanding event that uh, that has always been there, and that's the Snag Proof Open. So we're going to be, uh, and I guess with American Bait Works, it's more than just Snag Proof. I think there's other brands now that you can fish uh, because, you know, they own uh, Scum Frog and some of the other products out there. So uh, that one's going to be a lot of fun. Randy Pringle and the crew put that one on, and that was going to be August 5th and 6th. So uh, looking forward to uh, two frog tournaments. And if it's hot, we have frog tournaments. Who better to talk to than uh, than our old buddy, the Frogmaster, Bobby Barrick. And uh, had to go all the way to Texas to drag him out from underneath the rock 
Uh, you know, Bobby relocated to Texas a couple of years ago. This is the time of year that uh, he gets excited about. Every once in a while, we'll find out if he's going to make the trek out for the Frog Tournament. But uh, we got an opportunity to catch up uh, with our old buddy today. He's joining us live, and we're going to get in-depth. We're talking frogs with Bobby. And uh, it's always fun when, when we, you know, Bobby, you can just wind him up, let him go. And, uh, and he, he pretty much, ha- you pretty much have to cut in and, and go to commercial break. But other than that, he's, uh, <clears throat> he's always fun to hang out with. So we're going to be, you know, talk a little bit of history of frog fishing, talk a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of where it all came from. Bobby's one of the first guys out there on the Delta that had the frog in his hand. So, uh, it was kind of cool to, uh, to, you know, just catch up with him. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So, so much happening across the board next week, uh, major league fishing, the, the, uh, the uh, invitationals are going to be in lacrosse wisconsin so that one's going to be fun to kind of keep an eye on and uh, and check that one out uh, it's the last event of the year so it kind of wraps up for a lot of different anglers you know it's going to wrap up whether or not they go on to the championship obviously those top 10 anglers that will be moving on to the bass pro tour so a lot of those anglers trying to make that so keeping an eye on that one keeping an eye on young marshall robinson who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago marty robinson's son uh, in a position now, if, if he has a good tournament up there, can stay in that top 10, he's going to advance to the Bass Pro Shops, uh, Bass Pro Tour, and, and hopefully we're going to see that. He'll be the youngest angler out there. He's just, just out of high school. I think he's I think he's 18. Uh, he might be 19. But anyway, we're going to be keeping an eye on that. So that'll be kind of cool to uh, watch Marshall next week through that one. And, and a lot of the anglers trying to make it into the, uh, the championship, a lot of anglers trying to make it in and stay on the tour uh, for next season as well. So on the other end of the spectrum, so we're kind of looking at both ends of it and, uh, and be kind of fun to uh, watch that one as well. So, uh, also we're looking at, um, Oh shoot. What are we looking at? We're looking at the, uh, Bassmaster open Corey Johnston leading that tournament back there after two days. And, uh, those dang Canadians, they can catch them. I got to tell you, those, those guys are, uh, are absolutely amazing. But, uh, Corey Johnston leading that tournament, uh, 49, nine Jody white in second, Jamie Bruce, and, uh, kind of, a, a, a you know, this is, uh, this is getting down to the wire with, with the, uh, Bassmaster opens. Remember, they're going to be taking, uh, nine anglers in the standings onto the Bassmaster elite series, uh, next season. So it's going to be, you know, they've had to fish all nine of them and a lot of the anglers having, uh, having a tough one. The cool part about this, gosh, you know, it's kind of cool to look down a field and see, uh, 200 and. 13 anglers uh, fishing on the pro side. Well, how would we like to see that out west? But um, pretty cool to see those kinds of numbers with uh, the Bassmaster Opens as well. So we're going to be keeping an eye uh, on that one as well. Bassmaster Elite Series back on the water as well. Uh, they're coming back for uh, uh, next week. So going to be a lot to keep an eye on and uh, and talk about next week when we get in as well. So that part's going to be uh, that part's going to be kind of cool. Gosh, what? A, well, we talked about the heat. You know, I mean, this is definitely a time of year when, uh, you know, we stay, we we bang away at this, you know, staying hydrated deal, and then and then all week long, man, I talked to friends that were just like, oh, I tried to fish last weekend, I got sick, I did this, I did that. Um, man, just do a little research online, and and we talk about it all the time, but do a little research online, throw some things in the boat that are uh, that are high. Uh, in uh, in replacing electrolytes, remember once you get to feeling crappy and your head gets to be a little fuzzy and you're not sweating anymore, water is not going to get you back to where you need to be. You're going to need supplements. You're going to need, uh, you know, whether it's uh, liquid IV, Gatorade, those types of things. If you're, uh, 
you know, if you work in an office all week long and you work indoors or you do all this other fun stuff and then you decide that you're going to be macho and head out and go fish for nine hours in 110 degree heat on a Saturday, it's a different program. So you got to make sure that you're, uh, that you're preparing yourself to do that. And as well, this is a time of year to, uh, you know, we always talk about, well, it's the start of the season, you know, make sure you check out your boat trailer. Well, a lot of you've been trailering for months and you got to make sure you check that out as well. Uh, making sure you're running the right amount of air pressure, about 50 pounds in most of our trailer tires. Uh, and uh, sounds like a lot of air. It is. But, you know, if, you, uh, if you're letting those trailer tires get down in air pressure, they get hot. And when they get hot on a, you know, 100 and 200, 180-degree highway, when you're dragging them down the highway, uh, that's when tires start coming apart, when you start having problems, and you get to see flashing yellow lights on the side of I-5. But anyway, just make sure that you're... Uh, uh, up with your air pressure in those uh, in those trailer tires. Wheel bearings are good, and uh, and stay on top of all of that as well. Uh, this is the time of year to definitely be taking care of those fish. So uh, you got to uh, got to have some ice in the boat to put in the live well. Uh, you've got to be able to treat those uh, treat those live wells with some uh, with some treatment, G juice or uh, any of those other products that you want to treat. You know, treat that water. You might have to uh, might have to do it two or three times, and and once you get it recirculating. You might have to do it a few times to make sure that you uh, have that all squared away, keeping an eye on the temperatures in your live wells because it does not take much this time of year uh, with these fish coming out of warmer water to begin with to uh, to have one go belly up in the live well. So we, we want to stop all that. We don't want to do that. But um, definitely a time of year to make sure that you're taking care of your fish out there as well. So let's dive off into our first set of breaks. When we come back, we're going to talk a little clear like, and then we're going to be hanging out with the Frogmaster. Bobby Barrick joins us. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need, from entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated Sophisticated marine electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and three-in-one sonar combines Lorance chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. 
Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canuck Dive Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canuck Dive Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar and now it's time for doc talk hey guys it is time for doc talk and you know we've been talking about a lot of the major tournaments are already over a few tocs still yet to come to clear like this fall uh but don't uh, don't rule out getting an opportunity if you qualify to fish uh bbt still got a bunch of events coming up there as well we're uh we're looking at some uh, events as soon as well next weekend, actually. Uh, but uh, but Clear Lake is definitely on their schedule throughout the summer, July and August events. So you'll have an opportunity to get up there and do that as well. But also, uh, this is a time of year we talked about warm weather. Don't be packing those fish around for your glory shots, and uh, and a lot of different ways to catch them up there at Clear Lake right now. And and uh, you know mornings and and that last few hours in the evening are definitely times you want to be on the water, even if you're off the water for a few hours. Middle of the day, why it's super super hot uh man if you can get back out there and fish that uh, that last couple of hours last three hours uh it's always pretty magic at clear like when the sun starts going down and the fish start biting but uh also want to remind you as you're pulling those boats out of the water seeing a lot of stuff from uh anglers posting online got to get those trailers cleaned off uh it's the time of year where especially if you're launching on uh private ramps or you're launching on some lesser used launch ramps you are definitely coming out with some salad uh, under underneath the boat and on those boat trailers, and uh, you don't want to be dragging that down the highway and dragging it off into uh, other bodies of water as well. So make sure that uh, when you are launching out there that you have uh, uh, that you you know have that trailer pretty cleaned up, and uh, you know there's uh, there's those coin operated car washes all around Clear Lake. There's one down in in uh, in the Oaks. There's one down in Clear Lake. Uh, and uh, and one up in Lakeport uh, right there behind the theater. So you can definitely swing by and get all that stuff cleaned off your boat trailers at Clear Lake when you're leaving town uh, or before you leave town because you are not supposed to drag that stuff with you. So make sure uh, that you're paying attention to that. But still a great time of year to get up to Clear Lake, uh, book a room, book a campsite, uh, get up to Clear Lake and enjoy Gosh, you can catch them just about any way this time of year. Usually uh, get out on the rock piles, pick up a big red crankbait, pick up a jig, and uh, – it's clear like the grass is growing. You're going to want to pick up a frog. You're going to stick around because we're going to Bobby Barrick next. Talk a little frog fishing. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top 10 bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. Remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. 
Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. How cool is it? Uh, You know, every year we just kind of have our uh, summertime calendar set into July, first week of August, the frog tournament's hitting the California Delta, and uh, what a great opportunity when we uh, when we start thinking about frog fishing on the California Delta. There's only one guy to go to. There's only one guy that's going to answer all our questions and uh, and kind of set us straight, get us going in the right direction before we head out for any of the frog derbies. That's our old buddy, the Frogmaster, Bobby Barrick. Had to drag him out from underneath a rock in Texas this morning. Good morning, Bobby. Hey, bud. How you? Well, not so much from under a rock but out from out of the front of a uh aluminum boat <laughs> dude i've been i've been <laughs> seeing some of your videos and uh and you're definitely teaching those texas bass what a frog's all about so that's kind of cool i the frog thing's great and i love that and of course that's my first passion when it comes to fishing but no it's probably is but nowadays but yeah um i got on a, i got on a um an mr12 um gar bite yesterday that for the ages and i'm gonna go do some more of that as soon as i'm done with this interview <laughs> what are you catching the gar on on an mr12 bill lewis mr12 crankway i you know they they said hey can you guys do some footage you know just blah 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 and we did a little zoom thing the other day you know totally keep the sun behind it was so funny listening to the thing anyway but it was great oh, and um so i said let me let me put that you know so i went to the tail race of the dam had some work done to my boat some you know electronic stuff and uh let me go see if this thing works. Drop it in the water, and of course it doesn't work. I got to take it back to the shop. And uh, we've never, none of us have ever had that happen before, right? Never, no, 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 and, no, uh, no. Right, right. So I, I put it in the water. That water's coming out pretty good. Lake's still high. They're going to drop it another foot and a half. And uh, water's moving pretty good. Probably like uh, the ebb, um, the ebb of a high incoming. You know where it starts to really push hard. Yeah. Or how about blind? How about blind point right out there? Um, usually again, like you just said a little while ago during a frog tournament, when that tide's about halfway out, when it says it's max velocity and that wind's rolling about 21 under the Antioch bridge. Yep. yep. And, uh, you got some of them four and a half footers right there, <laughs> but it, that's, a, that's about the way the water's coming out of there. So you just kind of get back, you just kind of play your flows, you know, you know, where there's a little bit of mm, stuff underwater that deflects that flow a little bit, then gar sit behind it. I got that MR12 and man, I'm talking, you want to have some fun. Oh my God. Three to six footers three to five and a half footers and <laughs> um awesome. oh they tail walk you and it's like man are we in cabo san lucas Look, they're not sailfish they got a big old long snout on these things with <laughs> and man you talk about a toothy critter Woo. we want to welcome everybody to the ultimate gar radio show uh with bobby Dude. i told you hey, we never hey, know where I, bobby's if going could, if i could ever get those things to eat a frog consistently consistently the largemouth can kiss my butt yeah you'll never do it again never do it again well it's frog season and i know that uh you know when you lived out here this was always a big time of year when the snag proof open would roll around the california delta uh you were you were smart you always were the guy sponsored by snag proof that would uh would go i'd love to fish it guys but uh i gotta MC and i gotta i gotta do my sponsor stuff and i gotta talk to folks and i gotta do this and, and you were the smart one because you didn't beat your head against the wall so many times that is 
in my opinion, the hardest tournament to win on the Delta is the Snake Proof Open. I mean, it's just we've all we've all got close enough to kind of go, hey, I might have a chance at this thing, and and not and not do it, you know. So the guys that have done this and well, done it a few times, uh, and we've talked about it, man, hats off to them. But it's a hard tournament to uh, to win. No, absolutely. I had enough of that during the during the FLWs. All the FLW crash and burns that I had, I tried to. <laughs> go snag proof open in those tournaments and you know yeah. um it's it's almost impossible to it is it, ah I, nothing's impossible but right it's almost impossible to win a three-day event on a frog on a, any topwater bay i don't care where you're at in the country right um just because it's lunar windows the way they move around all that kind of stuff yeah but um and when you're dealing with an flw and it's usually during not the most optimum time of the year to be throwing a frog um, but I was always so stubborn with that thing. I can do, you know, I, I had a six and an eight yesterday on a frog, but it was at 4.30 p.m., idiot. But <laughs> right. I think, I I know what I'm doing. I'm the frog master. I'm going to win this thing with the frog. No, you're not. You're going you're gonna to be in 83rd place after the first day. Uh-huh. That's, that's what you're going to do because you took all the smart stuff off the deck and you put four frog rods on the deck. You're done. Why are you're you going to be eight spot? You're going to be eight spots ahead of Brown though. That's going to be good. Cause he's an he idiot too. Tall. And he won't put that frog down either. <laughs> you clown. I and know. then, you know, all my, all my, all the good finishes I had, you know, with, with the most of it, most of it's done with a, a crankbait, a spinnerbait or a punch rod with it, with the occasional complimentary frog fish. That's how you win an FLW. Well, the cool part about these frog tournaments, Bobby, is, you know, no one's telling you, you need to learn when to put the frog down. You can't put it down. It's the only bait you can fish all day. So that's what makes it kind of cool. And, and, uh, you know, I got to tell you, buddy, you know, you, you were right on the money. You've told us all along for, uh, and I don't want to go off on a big rampage, but you know, you've told us all along what was coming to the Delta, what was going to happen, what was going to happen to the fishing here, and uh, and you you kind of explained it before you left. You were our you were our biggest advocate of this is what is happening, and and it's happening, and the guys are seeing it. So going into this tournament, the weights are down, man. I mean, the weights in the Delta are way down. I know you still keep an eye on it. Um, man, offer some tips, offer some thoughts on, uh, on approaching the Delta right now for a frog tournament. You're probably not going to need three for 19 to be in the hunt after day one or to be in the lead. Uh, you're going to have to just, you know, you're going to have to have a little better quality fish, but those big fish just aren't coming. Right. Well, I mean, there's a lot of variables that are, you know, of course the state doesn't help that place at all. And right. the other thing, all these guys are, Oh, the Delta's back. I caught an eight. Not- Look, the days of the 10, 12, 13, everybody used to, there used to be three or four, 14 to 16, 17 pounders caught in white flu every single January to Valentine's Day. Right. Like clockwork. Yep. Those days are done. Those days are over. Those The Delta peaked in from the Delta peaked in the window of 2006 to 2010. That was it. It's been on the decline ever since. Um, number one, the big fish, the Floridas, everybody, oh, they're going to come. They're not going to come back because you have to have the right gene pool in the fishery for that to happen. That's not going to happen. Right. Look at OHIV in Texas. They have, they catch, you know, 15, 17 over 10 a week. Like we used to do on the Delta because they got that rich gene pool, the Florida F1, F2, F3. Right. Once you get into F20, F30, F40s, it's done. Right. So and those are evolutions. Those are. Those are 20 spawns into those Florida bass being transplanted into the lakes. 
I, 15 the, spots. From what I know, just for me, um, the San Joaquin Bass Rustlers planted the first Florida strain bass back in the early 80s mm-hmm. in the Delta. Right. That's why a three-and-a-half, four-pounder back in the 70s was a big deal. You caught a five-pounder, that's a trophy bass. And that, those are pure northerns, yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. 80, and then it the, was the, 90, 90, Bobby, 1990, one bass tournament. I weighed a seven-and-a-half, like, uh, the last day of the tournament and uh, and had third big fish, and everybody was like, man, I can't believe you weighed a seven-pounder on the Delta and had third big fish. And uh, and that was yeah. just kind of when things were starting, uh, you know, right about right about the end of the eighties and ninety, you know, that time frame. And uh, and I remember everybody just couldn't believe, you know, I mean, it was a seven and a half was on the cover of Western Outdoor News. It was a big deal, but yet, uh, you know, we we fast forward that ten or fifteen years, and everybody went, oh, nice one. Nobody cared. Okay, here here here, here you go, June eleventh, nineteen ninety. June 11th, 1991, first day I ever met Gary Dobbins. We met and we fished a hook, line, and sinker tournament. We got, I talked him into getting into it. June 11th, 1991, yep. we weighed 13.95 pounds for seven fish. Those guys <laughs> thought that we had just set the world, world record black bass record. <laughs> right. We weighed, a, we weighed a two-pound average in June. Oh, my gosh. It was the talk of the town. Yeah. That's how much the Delta – and then, and then, fast forward to ninety three, ninety four. We were the first ones to weigh a three pound average. Gary and I, we weighed twenty seven for twenty three. Everybody flipped out. The following year, we weighed seven for twenty eight. First time there was ever a four pound average. Mm-hmm. So it we jumped quick, but we were disappointed that it was a four pound average because we were watching. I mean, I'm catching, I'm catching, you know, four to. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, over ten a year. Why can't we catch some of these? In turn, I did through the years. I brought. I think I had nine or ten over ten that I took to the scales on the Delta. Right. Um, well, what's your biggest frogfish? Uh, Thirteen two. At, at the 13, at the Delta. Yes. Yeah, okay. On the Delta. Okay. okay. I caught seven. I think I caught seven in the teens. Right. But uh, anyway. Um. But that's uh. Yeah, that it's 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 evolved. It's yeah. it's got you know. There's peaks and valleys and everything, but um, unfortunately, the delta it's got to have some help. And if it could just get number one, if it could just get some Florida strain plant. I tried talking to Terry Foreman back in 2006 when when Schwarzenegger was the governor, and I was trying to get, hey, can we get some Florida strain reintroduced? Because I was watching the it was stale. It was like well, yep. I'm not catching them over ten like I was. You know, I'm catching you know half a dozen, seven, eight over ten now. Not not, uh, you know, up to 12, 13, 14, over 10. Now it's starting to decline. It's still good, but it's starting. Hey, we need a, a little shot in the arm of some adrenaline, some F1, F2s, Terry Foreman. You, all right, I'll talk. We'll see what we can do. Right. And um, Schwarzenegger and that whole thing, kibosh and that whole, that's when I started to really get involved with the politics of the thing, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I saw how they were trying to suppress it. And I went, my goodness, we got to get some more F1, F2s in here so that we can get an abundance, not so much the ones over 10, but the fish from four to nine, ten pounds were just aggering. Right. And the you know, it so getting back to your original question, um, it the now now you're dealing with a place that is a shell of itself, what it once was. Um, the rotation yeah, they wiped out the weeds this year. They didn't get them this year. They didn't get them this year, but they're it's a three year cycle. They're gonna make sure that they get every key spawning area 
at least once every three years. That's the problem right. because it takes three it, and guys will argue with, I don't want to argue about it. it takes three years for a bass, depending on the environment, depending on um, climate and all that. stuff. So it takes three years for a bass to get 13 to 14 and a half inches. Right. It just does guys. Sorry. They don't get born this year and they're, they're 13, 12 inches next year. It just doesn't <laughs> happen like that. Right. So, right. And the, and the guys, the evil guys that are doing the, the program, they know that. They got to get key spawning areas wiped out, stage five tornadoes through these areas every three years, and then you will keep the numbers where they're at, and it will continue to decline. Um, that being said, now, you you know, guys are uncracking liberty, and, you know, mm-hmm. these guys are having to go to Snodgrass and all those places. And So that's and kind of the deal, that. isn't it? Those guys are starting to expand the circle. They're getting out a little bit farther than maybe they've ever had to right and and we used to when we would go to snodgrass minor and all that stuff i took chartreuse spinnerbaits because i'm gonna go throw my frog up there and mess around ah you catch it you know you catch two fives yeah you some three and a half but i got my chartreuse spinnerbait and i got my little lure jensen speed trap because i'm gonna catch the crap out of smallmouth on the way back home that's right and my june bug power crawl that i got bit in half three sixteenths going down the rocks out over by wimpies and all that stuff anyway Mm-hmm. Um, the smallmouth fishery was amazing, but you get hung up on it. Right. And, um, uh, but that's what you, we never had to do that because the, 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 the Delta proper was just so good. Yeah. I don't have to run. I don't have to run an hour and have run up through it, deal with the wind and all the, you know, the, no, always, I can push it out and go out in the track or I can go out in the break or I can run over to whites and, and, and disappointment, or I can run down to the center, you know, middle of the heart of the Delta and, and do all of that. Hey, you can hang on during the break, right? You can, you can hold off yeah. gar fishing for 10 minutes, right? Okay. Kent, you got 10 minutes, buddy. All right. We're going to do it. Bobby's got to go gar fishing. Stick around guys. We're hanging out with the Frogmaster. Snag proof opens coming. All the frog derbies are coming. Uh, Bobby, we're going to get in depth here. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Still building legends, one at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned Deep V Aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z175 to the Ranger Cup Z521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Online at GF marine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world then westernbass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action not just a forum westernbass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article video photos and special prices from advertisers every week westernbass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results you may already be a fan of west 
WesternBass.com, and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. WesternBass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, NewGen wants you to know that they've got one more Pro-Am left coming to the California Delta August 12th and 13th out of Russo's Marina. Make sure you get signed up on the Pro or the Co-Angler side. And if you've already got your 2024 calendar bought and you're starting to put it together, well, they announced the schedule for 2024 yesterday after they put all their permits in. It's up at NewGenBass.com, so check it out. Their Pro-Ams and their team division already up for 2024 um, might still be a few changes to it, but it's pretty solid uh, and looks like a great schedule. So check it out at NewGenBass.com. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. We're hanging out with the Frogmaster. Bobby Barracks hanging out with us, talking a little frog fishing before uh, the Snag Proof Open, the Ultimate Frog Challenge, everything coming up the next couple of weeks, the California Delta. Hey, Bobby, let's get in depth and talk a little bit about frogs because – you know, I'm like a lot of guys, man, I had to have all the different colors, all the baits. And then a couple of years ago, I fished the Snag Proof Open with our buddy Wally. And uh, darned if we didn't have to restock my box with all your new frogs and new colors. And so let's talk a little bit about colors on frogs. And, and uh, you know, they're only looking at the bottom of it. But let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. Um you know, the general general consensus, general rule of thumb, I'm sorry, I had to take Stacy for coffee. Um, <laughs> I her, sister always says, her sister always says, Northeast Texas has the most beautiful sunrises, but my sister has no idea what a sunrise looks like in Northeast Texas. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, the, it, you read the articles, you listen to the other guy, oh, I just throw black, I just throw white. Not, hey, that's fine. Um, but the thing is, like what you just said, uh, I used to, I used to be on the water, uh, two ninety to three twenty a year, right. um, a lot for twenty year, twenty plus years, three hundred days a year on the water. Okay, yeah. And out of those three hundred days, out of the two hundred and fifty of those days, I I threw a frog for a substantial amount of that time. Um, and then when I started guiding, of course, I didn't do that. But during that time, lots of R and D, thousands of days, tens of thousands of hours with the frog. I can't. Because I did it all the time, my color choice became very specific. It wasn't just a black and white thing. Um, for the most part, day in and day, fifty sixty-five percent of the time, black or white will get you get the job done. Yeah. Just will. Yeah. Um, when they're in the mood, they will go through a three-eighth inch piece of plywood to eat anything that's moving on the a Barbie doll with some hooks. It, they will do that. So. Um, but it's that other 35% of the time where, like in a frog tournament, where you need those one or two, one or two bites, one to two and a half bites. Um, and if you're dealing with the right fish, you're dealing with three and a half to whatever yeah. pound fish. Yeah. So those are very, very key. If the, let me put it this way. If the frog, it's, golly, how, I know this radio show and you got to be quick and all that crap. But, I mean, we could talk about colors for two, three days. Yeah. Um, but this is the deal. If I'm. If I'm fishing, I can sense it. Hey, this is good. This frog bite's pretty good. I know my key windows are coming up, but I'm seeing some activity, some fish breaking over here, some shad, some fish chasing shad, uh, whatever it is. Birds flying. There's it's a very high salooner day. So knowing that going in, because I saw this on the calendar, whatever, 
leading up to this day, I always have, uh, um, I will always have four frog rods on the deck. Um, and now with the, five years ago, I learned the value of a pop and six years ago, I learned the value yeah. of the, of the pop style frog. So I've got at least one of those and two more of those different colors in the box. I got seven frog rods in my book. Okay. Um, but I really only want to have four frog rods on the deck. I really don't. Otherwise stumbling, clutter, all that crap. Mm-hmm. But your standard black and white, of course, just those are the staples. But if that frog bite, if I sense that it's good, I'm throwing the duckling or as, uh, you know, Wall, it's Wally's. Wally doesn't have any other color frog other than, he, you know, it's old school Tweety, but now right. it's duckling. The duckling color is just amazing. It, um, I get I get so many big bites on that thing where guys say color doesn't. Oh, yes. Are you kidding? That thing's got a that thing's got a 12 degree tilt. And those fish can see it coming from the side at a 45, from underneath at a 90, um, off to the side. At a, at, they're tucked up, and they're up in that three-inch water column. Their back's hitting the surface, and that frog's go, go, going away from They Absolutely, they can see the color on the back of that frog. And if they're locked into that type of forage, that type of uh, whatever it is, the, the Tweety birds that start to migrate around late April, May to the first week of June, they know them little yellow birds are up, up at Clear Lake, the yellow-headed blackbird. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All yellow-headed blackbirds when they're in the nest, when they're first born, they're dark, they're real black. The black. But hey, sometimes him, uh, Scott Green pulled two of those out of his live well in one tournament one time. He thought he had a nine-pounder, but when he took it to the scales, it was seven and three quarters because it puked up two yellow-headed blackbirds. It was probably so, six and a half, and, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that and. And Scott, I always get, whenever we talk about Tweety, Scott Green, hey, that's his baby, man. Yeah. He was the one, when, the first time he threw me one of them things right there, I said, you got to be kidding me. He goes, dude, we were, buying them, we were buying them like dope behind a 7-Eleven, you know? It's like, Green, I'm going to clear, like, bring me up a couple yellow-headed frogs, you know? And yeah. We, yeah, we had to yeah. have them. And, and, then our, and then my old buddy John Brossard used to call it a, a, yellow, a, tweet, a tweet, yellow-headed frog repair kit, and it was a black marker. Yeah. It was a black marker to yeah. take the yellow off. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, and then you got, you know, the, my newest, my newest color is called hot mess. And we came out with that about four years. No, 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 no. Um, I moved back here November 18 for good. Yeah. Um, we started working on hot mess that I had it with me in November. Um, I used it on the Delta, started getting some tugs on it. Okay. That's cool. But I knew the fish were there, you know, they probably eat anything. And then I get back here, and from November to, you know, I, I'm a sucker for 52 to 58-degree water. It's my favorite temperature for frog fish. It just is. Yeah. And um, and I started winging that thing around all the way through Christmas, and the fish that I caught, I caught them up to six pounds. We don't have, you know, in the my home lake, we don't have them like the Delta, you know. A, a seven-pounder is a good fish, a really good fish. We got a few tens. Anyway, um, but cold, dingy water. That hot mess was like, man, this is impressive. And hot mess is just a white frog that they just airbrushed a little bit with black because we were. It was a prototype, and uh, I said, hey man, hey Frank, doll this thing up. I'm tired of throwing this white frog. I'm you love throwing the white frog. Wally loves throwing yeah. Tweety. I love throwing Tweety. Um, a Tweety, definitely. Um, yeah. And but I told him just doll this thing up a little bit. I, I got to have something a little bit. So he went, shh, shh, shh. and he and we left the black skirt in the back. And I, oh my gosh, I was going to either call it cop car or hot mess. And I, I said, you know what, let's go with hot mess because everybody around here that, you know, right. That, that's, that's a great phrase around here. Anyway, um, I was going to call it Patman because they eat that frog so good on Patman. And then I, one of my key frog fishermen, Travis May up here in Northeast Texas, just a phenomenal frog fisherman. 
at the kicks tournament earlier, he watched the development of the perfect frog, the, the blueprinted version, the ones that the weights were falling out, the ones that were sinking. He, he, went, he watched the whole thing, watched the whole process. And he was my, one of my guinea pigs, and I'd give him frogs, and he'd take them out. And anyway, so he says, man, they killed this thing on pines. I said, they killed it everywhere. And that joker, this year, he won $124,000 on that frog. Wow. Um, in the in the Kicks Big Bass Tournament. They have Big Bass Tournaments like we used to have out there on the Delta until Viviano screwed it up and moved the date on it. Yeah, right, but, exactly. Um, I mean, the first year we have it, it's it's April of 93, and we got 15, 1,600 guys, and then he changes it to June, and they're like, no, no. we got 700. To, anyway. Exactly. Let's not do that. Hey, you've got a, you've got a, you've had a lot of frog rods through your career that you've helped design. Uh, now have kind of settled in with uh, with my old buddy Matt Newman at Irod, and uh, and you've got the uh, seven foot nine, you know, heavy Bobby's perfect frog rod. So, uh, but uh, but rods are really important with uh, with frog fishing, aren't they? That that's huge. I mean, again, all the all the R and D, all the thousands of days, tens of thousands of hours that I've got throwing that bait. Um. I've got the seven nine. The seven foot nine. The reason everybody doesn't use a seven foot nine frog rod is because they've never picked one up. If right. you pick up a seven foot nine frog rod, you catch two three pounders. You go. You you will put all your seven footers on eBay that evening. Yeah. Um, I we have the new Bobby's. Um, it's the short. It's a it's the frog rod junior. It's a seven foot two because there's just a lot of guys that like that seven to seven three. I get it. R- Lorenzo Rossetti, one of the great frog fishermen on the Delta, you know, uh, uh, forever. He throws a seven foot seven one. Right. Um, so there is a lot of that. A lot of the guys back here, they get up in the bush, they get up in the brush, and you know it's hard to swing that that seven seven nine rod around when you're in the jungle. Um, so they like that that shorter frog rod. But as far as control, when you set the hook on a frog, I don't care if it's three, I don't care if it's ten. When you set the hook, you either got them or you don't. As soon as that rod candy canes, you either got them or you don't. And yeah. it is so important. It is so it's critical when you hit that when you hit that fish that that fish does not come out of the water. It is see when I had the the uh, perfect frog rod from Falcon, most of the stuff, everything that I did, whether it was Clear Lake, uh, Havasu, heavy, I always looked for the thickest, heaviest, broken, dead tulies that I could find when I was down at Havasu. Um, they, unfortunately for me, they only we only had those tournaments in February. The frog fish I've caught in, ha- in Havasu pre fishing for that tournament are amazing i've caught three over six, three or four over six shook off a couple of them all in dead yellow uh bleached tulies right um but but from four o'clock to almost dark right so um and i, I always wanted to fish a tournament there and just after the second week of february march april uh, there's no telling anyway um but that seven foot nine you when you hit a fish a three three and a half four pound you do not want them coming out of the water as soon as they come out of the water, you will start your, your candy cane. As you set the hook, your rod is now a candy cane. As, you, as that fish leaves the water, that candy cane starts to straighten out like a pool cue. And unless you've got a 12 to 1 gear ratio reel, you can't catch up to that fish fast enough to put that candy cane back in that rod. Right. So that's when a lot of them big frogfish come off. A lot of them big frogfish, when you swing, you kind of got them. Those barbs are about almost penetrated through that flesh of that skin, yeah. but you got to wind, 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 and then pop them again on a loaded rod. On a loaded rod, you got to pop them again. Right, right. Otherwise, if that fish jumps and she's five and a half, she's nine and a half, she jumps and comes off, oh, this uh, this frog sucks, the line sucks, the rod sucks. No, you suck. 
That's the problem. Every single dude, every bat, every, not everyone, bass fishermen have the biggest problem taking that index finger and turning it around and pointing it at themselves. Yeah. They just, it's everybody else's fault for everything that blame, went wrong. Blame it on the rod. Blame it on the deal. Don't suck. Blame uh, it on everything. Blame it on your boat. Blame it on your electronics. Blame it on the boat dealership. Blame it on everyone. Your partner. Yeah, pick one. Pick one. The radio show host. <laughs> pick them all. Pick them all. Yeah, it's always fun, man. We get to hang out. We can do three hours talking frogs with you. It's always fun. Always appreciate you doing this and, and hanging out. We may have to, uh, we'll have to do it again soon, but uh, the Frogmaster guys, Bobby Barrett can... Uh, Man, best place to follow along with you. BobbyBarrick.com still the best place? Um, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. Let me let me mention this. I'm not going to preach to anybody, but, hey, I'm a man of faith these days. Um, it's, I, he's changed my whole life. I got a Bible study on Friday mornings. If you guys want to get a hold of me, if, hey, if you want some peace in your life, get a hold of me. Join our Bible studies. Go to Bobby at BobbyBarrick.com. That's my email. Just send me an email. Yeah. Direct message me on Instagram. It's BobbyBarrick1 on Instagram. Just direct message me, and we'll get you involved and um, get some peace back in your life. It's always fun, buddy. Appreciate you. Bobby Barrett, guys, okay. talking frogs. Thanks, Bobby. Okay, yeah, take care. Told you guys we could wind Bobby up. You wind him up, you let him go. That's always fun. Stick around, guys. We're going to be talking with Jennifer Price from New Gen. Already got 2024 schedule up. How cool is that? Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Are you spending another weekend watching Zona? Van Dam and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fishing in their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 1-800-BASS-BOAT has been the choice of the pros for tournament-ready bass boat insurance for decades. They offer a policy for tournament fishermen with no depreciation of hull or electronics, no depreciation of outboard motors for the first 10 years, and up to $5,000 of fishing tackle with just a $100 deductible. Stan and Ken Vandenberg pioneered insurance coverage for your bass boat, so if you want the best, forget the rest. Call 1-800-BASS-BOAT or 
or just go to 1-800-BASSBOAT.COM. Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh, I will tell you, we're seeing 20, 21, 21 and a half on the highway. Uh, you Tundra owners know just how important that is. And uh, it's, a, it's a great new truck with a 389 horsepower twin turbo V6. Uh, awesome new uh, new cab and, and just a great truck. Plus, you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you uh, if you catch them. So get out there and check out the all-new 2022 Tundra. Give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at saps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, man, we got through the jamboree yesterday. All the permits were drawn. Everybody's ready. And uh, surprise when I woke up this morning and already saw the 2024 schedule from NewGen. Joining us this morning, just to tell you a little bit about that August 12th and 13th Pro-Am from NewGen's Jennifer Price. What's going on, girl? Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. You're, uh, you're, you got to follow Bobby Barrick. You can't be down now. You know, you got to be, you're wide awake if you got to follow Bobby Barrick. Absolutely wide awake. We're cracking up. <laughs> Sitting here with my 15 year old daughter, and she was like, Hey, Bobby's the one that sang me my happy birthday on my ninth birthday. So Jaden was spent <laughs> with me, and he stopped his whole world to sing Jaden happy birthday. So. I didn't know Bob, I didn't know Bobby was a singer. That's good to know. So, hey, I was yeah, kind of, I was surprised yeah. yesterday. We saw each other at the Jamboree, and everything, everybody was. Uh, was pretty cordial putting dates together and uh, and got it all squared away and and man you were uh, you wasted no time you threw it right out there and and did the the 2024 tentative schedule already and uh, and some pretty cool dates out there yeah we're excited about it it might be the best schedule we have had yet um and just there's no reason to wait we were soaked and we're ready for 2024 already but yes we have to get through uh, first and foremost, our Delta event that's coming up here in August 12th and 13th. Um, registration is still open. Really cool shared weight format, so a little different than maybe the normal. But um, And then also gives everybody a chance to still qualify. The top 100 um, has an opportunity to go fish at Shasta for the Tournament of Champions. Um, so really cool things coming. So just by fishing this event on the Delta, they can, they can qualify to get into Shasta. It is possible. So it depends on where they place that. We take our top 100 out of all three pro-ams um, to go to the Tournament of Champions. So, yes, it is absolutely still possible to qualify. And that TOC is going to be September 23rd and 24th at uh, Lake Shasta at Bridge Bay Resort. So that will be kind of cool as well. Yeah. Uh, always fun to be at Shasta anytime near the fall. It's a, it's a great place to be. And now there's going to be more water than we've had in the uh, in the past uh, several years at Shasta that time of year. So it's, it's going to be absolutely. a lot of fun. So yep. you, you put me in a tough spot. I, I looked at the schedule and realized that I you've, you've got a, a pro-am at Folsom I'm pretty excited about. 
uh, and it looks yeah. like it's it might it might fall right on top of the Anglers Marine Championship uh, that I always have to go play boat rep at. So I'm going to have to talk to Rick Grover real nice about that one. So you know, absolutely, and and of course we had his blessing for it as well. So yeah. Um, yeah. But no, no, no. I just want to fish Folsom. That's the thing. You know, I looked at a pro-am there and went, Folsom, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they've you know. kind of been uh, off the map a little bit for the last couple of years. So we're excited to get back out there and put them, put them right back in front and center, and yep. it'll be really good. It's it's going to be fun. And, and uh, you know, obviously you're waiting to get these permits back. And we're not saying there couldn't be some changes, but pretty much you're locked in stone uh schedule yep. there for 2024 and and, uh, and still have the uh the team championship coming up later this year um at cal at uh, clear lake as well so it's going to be uh pretty exciting yep absolutely giving away a pair of uh boats for the first place award for the team tournament of champions and we will be at clear lake for that it'll be really exciting for yep. sure going to be going to be fun in uh, first week of October up there. So let's talk about the pro am coming to the Delta. We got a lot of co-anglers who like to sign up and uh, and get in those shared way. Obviously a lot of fun. You know, your fish counts for the pro, the pro's fish counts for you and uh it's always a, just a less stress to uh put two of you in the boat trying to trying to fill one live well. It's always less stress, but um can just a co-angler get signed up and and I mean I, I know we have to have certain number of pros to get everybody in, but you'll still take entries just from a co-angler, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, the way that it works is as long as you're signing up with your counterpart, then you will have a guaranteed spot. If you are not signed up with your counterpart, then I'll help you find somebody um, and then randomly drawn for pairings. And yeah, it's a really different vibe. It's working together as a team for that day. It's a two-day event, shared weight format. Um, The two-day totals count as where your final standing is. And it's just really cool to work together as a team, and it's a really cool experience. Right. So a lot of positive feedback and just a different different vibe. Yep, it's always fun, and and uh, you guys can uh, can check all of that out and uh, and get signed up for that tournament coming to Russo's Marina. And you know we we're going to get through a couple of weeks of frog tournaments, and everybody's going to be ready to pick a punching rod up or or uh, or vibrating jig rod or or something else and go to the Delta. So it's always fun uh, to to get to the frog derbies, but then it's always fun to get past them. And uh, not to say you can't catch them on a frog that that week of your tournament, but everybody's always tired of throwing a frog by then. So. Uh, yep, it's it's um, a great opportunity. Absolutely. Well, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of turmoil in the tournament business today, and and uh, if you're not sure where you might want to might want to settle in 2024, you want to give New Gen a chance and uh, and see what they're all about. It's a great opportunity to show up and uh, and fish one of the pro ams and and uh, the Delta in August is always fun. Those are going to be half day tournaments, right till noon. Uh, they'll be till they'll be till noon, and they'll level out. We'll get everybody out at Safe Light. Um, and we're also waiving the membership fees. So if you haven't fished with New Gen Bass before, now's your chance to do it. We'll waive the membership fee for you. Come out, give it a chance, and um, see what you have in store for 2024. It'll be great. You got it. Check it out, guys. NewGenBass.com. You got any questions, you can always contact Jennifer. She will help you there as well. But uh, appreciate you waking up so early, you and your daughter waking up so early to hang out with us this morning. Absolutely. You got it. Thanks, Jen. Jennifer Price. Thanks. From New Gen, guys, and uh, check out their 2024 schedule all the way up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Is that it? We're out. You're, we're done. You're, we we got to go. We, you, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. How cool was it to catch up with Bobby? He was uh, he was Bobby. It's always fun to do that. Uh, be careful out there, guys. Make sure that you're staying hydrated and uh, be careful on the water in this heat. Lots of boats out there. We'll see you guys on the water.
From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Ultimate Bass is a production of SEPS Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, more SEPS Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman.